Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. In this episode, we're discussing how to seek out mentors and create successful mentoring experiences. I'm here with Sandy Golgart. Sandy is the president at Zones and a disruptive technology and business enthusiast. He's passionate about helping companies solve their biggest issues. We'll discuss how to create vicarious mentoring experiences, how to ask for referrals to mentors, what to do before you start seeking out mentors, and more golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, Sandy. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Mark. Happy to be here. And in our last discussion of all the things we talked about, mentorship really stood out. Why is mentorship important to you? You know, mentorship, I think, is one of those things that in retrospect, you find out that where you learned the most, where you were possibly challenged the most, where you grew the most, happened because or as a result of mentorship that you may or may not have even realized that you were getting at the time. But it's having an example, having um, a person who cared enough about you to challenge you enough to ensure that you were following through or delivering or holding you accountable to things that maybe at that time in your life you wouldn't have held yourself accountable for. And you look back and you say, but for the relationship I had with that person, I would not be where I am today. And I always find those interactions, those relationships to be the most rewarding, the most fulfilling, and selfishly the most helpful in any kind of growth aspect I've ever had in my life. And one thing that we talked about that we both agree on very much is not forcing mentorship, let it happen organically. Could you talk about that? Because so many times people, the advice they get is ask someone to be your mentor, and it can be a little off-putting. Can you talk more about the organic side of it? Yeah, I think, you know, for me personally, you know, mentorship has always been one of those things. And I can imagine people tuning into the broadcast who are craving the right type of mentorship um, might think, oh, I'm going to sign up with a mentor. And whenever that kind of relationship has ever been forced, I've had people ask me, you know, can you be my mentor or parents? Can you mentor my child? And whenever there's that forced interaction, it's very difficult to really truly get much in the way of a return. You know, it's kind of like I signed up for it, whether you paid or not or whatever, that relationship is just kind of a forced relationship. So you're kind of always selfishly looking if you're trying to be mentored, like, what am I getting out of this? You might be critiquing it. And I think the best mentorship is, is so often the mentorship you don't know that you're receiving until you reflect back on it. Um, so to me, the most important um, relationships I've ever had have been retrospective looking back, could have even been somebody I personally didn't like interacting with at the time because I didn't realize they had my best interest in mind. They may have, again, been holding me accountable to different standards, been a bit of a thorn in my side. And then getting through all that and having enough professional friction on the other side of that friction, I came to understand that person was helping to make me better. And those are now some of the strongest relationships that I have. And additionally, for people who have come back to me, you know, they have often been people that I interacted with, held business reviews with, um, consulted or, or asked and challenged, asked difficult questions about their business. And not everybody appreciates that. 
not everybody, you know, enjoys that. Um, so you never quite know, like, am I really, am I being kind of a pain, you know, to this person and their business? But I always found later on, though, many of those people will come back to me and certainly the ones who thrive um, throughout that process. And I'm always surprised and, and so um, happy to hear from them to know that, you know, they'll say that those business reviews used to put me through that they were so brutal, but the questions you asked, they always made me think, and I'm so much better having gone through those. And then they'll say, and I still live by and apply so many of those principles today. And I'm surprised how many people, you know, don't know about them, aren't aware of them. So I'm, I'm just wanting to come back and say, Hey, thank you for, you know, investing in me. <clears throat> so. So how much does tough love play a role in mentorship? Cause it seems like that's a, a common theme with what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not even sure <clears throat> if, I think it could be characterized as tough love, but I think it's just being authentic. You know, you're going to ask tougher questions to people that you think have the capability of answering or finding the answers to those things. And they may not be questions they want to hear. They may be difficult questions for them to internalize, but you generally ask the tougher questions of people, you know, have it in them to find the answer. Um, and then you, you know, you owe it, to everybody, but certainly I've found that the better qualified the person is, the more uh, willing or um, I guess uh, the less I have kind of um, pulled the reins back on myself. There are some people where I've just felt sorry for them. You know, I'm like, God, I just can't ask him any more difficult questions because oh. I'm not handling the softballs, right? So give them a pass and, you know, but to the best people and, and the strongest people I've ever worked for could ask the most difficult questions. And even if they didn't have the answer, even if they felt like sometimes maybe I, they felt like I was picking on them, it was me trying to drive at a, a question. I knew if they didn't have the answer, they'd be better off by finding the answer. And to, you know, to their credit, they went away they found the answers to those difficult questions, applied them in their business, and they felt better for having done so. Would that, if I hear you correctly, would that is that part of a role of organic mentorship is take advice, go do something, come back, give a result? I mean, is that part of the blueprint, if you will? Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. I think also you have to have your antenna up for who you really want to take advice from. Um, you know, if somebody's giving you poor advice, you kind of have to know what to listen to, what to internalize, um, and, and also pay attention to, well, that person's extremely successful. They're asking me really difficult questions. Maybe it's worth my time to figure this out. And maybe I need to go read a book on it. Maybe I need to go ask other people. Um, but it, it's always comes down to doing, right? It's never about theory. And I think that's another really huge distinction is, people flood our lives with theory. You know, you can go read books about theory. You can find people who would happily spend half your day telling you what they think they know. Um, <laughs> but it's finding the right people where they, they challenge you and you find a way to internalize it. But most importantly, go do it, apply it, learn from it, do it again until you get it right. And then you go, wow, now I have an invaluable skill I carry with me for the rest of my life. What are other ways to help make it happen organically? 
Well, I think one of the things that we talked about uh, previously is um, many times you may not have that in your life, you know, at a certain time and you might not have the luxury. Maybe you have a boss that really is not a good boss for you, but you like the work you're doing. Um, you're just not having that mentorship, you know, readily available and it's not authentic. It's just not happening at that particular time. There's so many great successful people that you can go, you know, find one of their books and read it. And I mentioned to you before, when I got started in business a couple of decades ago, one of the resources I sought out after reading a fortune article was uh, Jim Collins, um, who wrote the book Built to Last and then Good to Great. And oh yeah, I just found myself drawn to those uh, topics. And just every time I picked up and read a chapter, I was more and more energized. Um, I reached out to Jim on a couple of occasions. This was before he was far too busy to respond to people. Um, but in two different instances, I can remember one vividly, I was saying some of the things that we were struggling with and he sent to each one of my, um, people I reported to a copy of his book. He outlined the chapters he wanted them to read and he so summarized the problem and what he thought they could get from that. And I'm sure oh, if you asked on. Jim Collins, he wouldn't even remember, you know, that interaction, but Jim was a mentor to me without him ever knowing it. I just gravitated to the way, you know, the things that he um, professed, the things that he reported on and just ate it up and applied it to my own business. Um, and I think that's something that people can do um, anytime, right? They don't have to wait for that one person to show up in their life. Um, and again, many times you're being mentored and you don't realize it until two or three years down the road. Um, but, you know, there are all sorts of tremendous resources out there I'd say find somebody that you really admire, ask them the two most influential books they ever read, you know, internalize that and see if that makes sense for you to go pick those up because you can find mentors in other, in other ways. And Jim's a perfect example of that for my life. What other ways can you find mentors? Because it sounds like what you're talking about is one way is vicarious mentorship through books. What other ways are there? Well, I think it's being authentic to yourself and finding the things that you're truly interested, right? So people who are really committed to specific goals tend to have a great um, habit and coincidence of finding other people who can help them get there. So I, I think the first step is get really clear on where you want to go. What type of person do you want to be? Whether that's an exceptional leader, an incredible doer, uh, incredible family person, whatever that, that thing is, an incredible father, mother, um, and, and you will naturally gravitate and people will naturally gravitate to you that share those similar thoughts. Um, and you'll, you'll ultimately find people that you will gravitate to and say, that's a discussion I, that motivated me. That, the, what came out of that, that's a person I'd like to talk to again. And you'll find yourself interacting with and possibly finding a really tremendous mentor that'll help you achieve those specific goals that you've set out for yourself. Well, it also sounds like you have to make mentorship happen. Absolutely, 100%. And there's a ton of great resources as well, you know, for those lucky enough and, and who qualify, you know, there are CEO mentorship groups where CEOs come together, they collaborate, um, they share their biggest struggles, their issues, and in those groups, you'll naturally gravitate to other people that you really respect their advice and you want more of it. 
um, and you'll naturally create those things as well. But you do have to seek those things out. I've, I've never sat in an office with my feet on the desk and had a mentor walk in and offer me incredible advice, right? You have to be active, you have to do, and you have to set out, um, and you have to be actively on a path. I, I really believe that. And when you are, and you're clear about what you want to accomplish, those kind of people tend to gravitate towards you. I mean, I found you and many people like you that have these incredible shows and interviewing great people, but it wasn't until we got crystal clear on where we wanted to go as a business that I started finding those types of people like yourself. Um, and I found them in droves, you know, before that you kind of find yourself in what some people might classify it as, as a rut. I don't know if it's that strong, but it's, um, you're not, you're not surrounding yourself with as much energy because personally you don't have as much energy. Why right? is that? So, well, because I think there, we all go through ups and downs of when you have a goal and that goal excites you, right? I've had times when I get up at 4.30 in the morning, like right now, and I just can't sleep because I'm thinking of all the things I want to do. I'm not stressing about things that are, that are, I have to do, or that are coming down on me. It's like, we have to get this done. No, popping out of bed at 4.30. I've also had times when it was hard to get out of bed by eight. <laughs> you know, I didn't have as clear of goals. Um, I didn't have, I hadn't yet found those things that really truly uh, provided me with the passion um, and the fortitude, you know, to move forward. And, um, and when you're in that space, I think you're creating a certain energy. When you're in the other space I described earlier, you're creating a whole different type of energy. And it might sound a little bit out there, but I, I truly believe people find you who share that energy. They feed off of that energy. They're introducing you to other people um, who they think could help you. And your network just starts to grow. Um, most people who are growing their network um, and doing it exponentially have a tremendous amount of energy. And that energy is not forced. It's because they're so passionate about where they're going, the road they're on, the challenges they face, the problems they're able to solve, and the people that they've been able to um, bring into that circle to help them solve those things. And then they're seeing the work, you know, and the benefits of that work. And it all just starts to compound and it puts you on just a great uh, trajectory. So if I hear you right, what you're saying is as far as mentorship and getting advice and getting help you have to start internally with yourself get clear about your goals what you want to accomplish and i if i hear you right even more than what you want to accomplish why you want to accomplish it and start putting out good energy and then then you're ready for mentorship otherwise if you're not clear you're just going to get random conversations i mean would that be right or 100 percent and even, you know, to take that to an extreme, and I, this is kind of a risky subject um, for a lot of people, but one business person I admire tremendously was sharing his story um, where he was addicted to drugs um, 30 years ago. And he said, I was never surrounded by more people who cared about me, who wanted the best for me, who truly could have been a mentor for me, but I wasn't ready for it. I would tell them whatever they needed to hear to quit telling me how they were going to help me so they could move out of the way and I could go pursue finding that drug that I needed. And it wasn't until internally that person found where they wanted to go 
that they made up their mind. And then all of a sudden, so many people were around them that were able to help, you know, and that person has now grown a multi-million dollar business, incredibly successful and dedicates his life to helping other people. Um, and I think that's, a, that's a, an extreme example, but I think that's something that might help crystallize it for some of the people listening that you have to, you have to first decide where you're, where you're going, what you stand for, what your values, your core values are, and then find out directionally how you're going to pursue what it is you want to pursue. And you'll wake up and see how many people are around you that can help you, that are willing to help you, um, and were there before, but it wasn't until you really recognized where you wanted to go and what you wanted to accomplish that you were ready for that mentorship. Well, that could, I mean, that could be an exciting proposition. If I hear you, what you're saying is sometimes the mentors are already there, or let's oh. call it mentorship experience opportunities. Chances are they're already surrounding you for the people listening. You Once you get clear about what you want to do and why you're doing it, you'll then see, oh my God, why didn't I call Carol? Why haven't I emailed John? They're already waiting for you. You don't have to go out and spend months searching for them, if I hear you. Yeah, right. They're not hiding in the forest, right? Uh, just waiting for that person to come find them. They, they are there. Every one of us knows droves of successful people who are accomplishing great things, who share your own values, um, who are dying to help but generally people will only help people who have specific needs that they can articulate. You know, nobody's sitting around saying, I really want to figure out for you the type of advice I should give to you to help you accomplish <laughs> something you haven't thought of yet. Um, but if you're centered on those things, if they're clear to you, it's so much easier to ask for help or ask for their opinion um, or create some thought provoking conversation around that and that's where great ideas, that's what true collaboration, you know, is. And all of a sudden you find yourself surrounded by people who, whether it's through what they say, whether it's through their network and introductions they make, whether it's through specific things they could do to actually help your business, whatever it is, you'll start to see those things and you'll see their willingness, you know, to want to help you. And they're all willing to help those who have that kind of clear, or that kind of clarity. So it's asking a specific question about a specific problem? I think that's part of it. I think it's, it, my, my point there was more on people aren't sitting around trying to figure out how they can help you. If you have figured that out for yourself, it's much easier and more clear. For example, it's more easy, it's easier for me to say, Mark, I'm trying to fix this problem in the world. Here's what people are going through. Here's what we're trying to do. Can you think of anyone that, you might be able to introduce me that can help me with that specific problem that gets your you thinking yeah gosh i know five people who do that let me reach out to them i'm happy to make an introduction but if i said hey mark really really interested in being successful do you know of anyone i should be talking to oh. and, and even less right i'm not even sure what i want to do but i really need to get on track um now who would you like to introduce me to you know, I mean, that, so the more specific you can be, I think the more you will find people who say, I got it. I, I got a way to help you. This is a unique conversation. I haven't really thought about mentorship as starting completely internally, getting focused, getting clarity, and then asking for mentors. 
so many people, it just starts with how to find a mentor. And it's like, if I hear you right with what you're saying, then that's not it. If you don't know yourself, you can't know your mentor. I think 100%. Now, I think there are some accidents out there where somebody knew, you know, knew you needed it. You didn't know it yet. They were so persistent that it did help some people get on track. But that's certainly not that person finding mentors. You know, and the topic we're talking about is um, being able to go out and find, proactively find uh, people that can serve as a mentor uh, for you. And I think that 100% starts with you getting really clear on what it is you stand for, where you want to go, what you want to accomplish, what the benefits are to those people who you help, and then being able to express that to people. You'll be amazed how excited people get about talking to people who have that kind of clarity, and then they're going crazy thinking of, that's contagious. You know, here's here are a couple of ideas. You know, here's someone you should talk to. Let me ask you this difficult question. Do you have enough funding? Uh, no. <laughs> Great. You probably need to talk to this guy. You know, mm -hmm. um, let me ask you another difficult question. Do you have someone who's going to run X, Y, and Z for your business? No. Okay. Well, I know someone who runs a company that provides fractional, you know, help, you know, in that regard. So you start to, you start to attract the kind of help and mentorship that you probably need. And then you get into also on any journey, if you're, if you're dreaming big enough and the pursuit is big enough, you will find yourself inevitably in over your head, right? Probably constantly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're pushing hard enough, you push your way into so many situations where you're like, shoot, what do I do now? I've got this problem and that problem. And that's when it's so good to have already built up those great mentors and you could go back to them or you dive into a book or find, you know, the right resource that can truly help you. And so I think all of those things combined, you know, can really be um, incredible resources. The last thing I'll, I'll add on, on this particular topic is it will help you recognize the help that people are trying to give you. Okay, so what I mean by that is when in running my business, we have the luxury of being a part of a much bigger company. So I, I run a company called Zones and we're a division of a much larger company. And I'll, I'll inevitably ask, you know, for a lot of things, uh, especially knowing we have this great big company that can provide us with a lot of resources. And there are times when the person I ask will just shoot back a direct no. Like, no, until you do this, why should I even consider that? You know, and you're thinking, whoa, God, man, that was, uh, that was, uh, that was direct. Yeah. <laughs> but then you go, you know what? He's right. We can't afford to take our eye off of what we need to do right now. And that too becomes mentorship, right? It's him not letting me become distracted. And I recognize that. And instead of, oh man, you know, what a jerk that guy, you know, I asked for help. He just, you know, shot back at me this way, you know, and that that's not helpful either. So I do think it opens you up to, to also understand that sometimes the things people are doing, um, you can interpret differently. And the more focused you are on where you need to go and the more you have experienced, the more you start to realize most everything is for your benefit. Uh, it's just in your perspective on how you take it. 
so in closing, if people get, you know, they get excited, they love what you've said so far. If there's, if you were going to say, do, if, if you want successful mentoring experiences, do this one thing, if nothing else above all, whether it's something we've already spoken about or something we haven't touched on yet, what would that one thing be for someone to get started? Well, I'll give you two things and I know it's not what you asked for. The very first thing is, is really take a moment to step back and think, where do I really want to go? You know, what, what, what is it that I truly want to achieve? That can be a difficult question, but it's worth the time. It's worth the effort for whatever that is. Tap into the things that you know um, excite you, that you're passionate about, that would be rewarding if you accomplished them. Um, and try to think a couple layers deep on, on those things. There's a lot of personality tests too out there um, where you can find out the things that your body and you are naturally wired to, your strengths. Uh, so find those things out. The more you know about yourself, the better you'll be able to figure out for yourself what you want to do. I feel incredibly sad for, for people who I know never got in touch with that. They just were told you have to do a job. You have to do it for a specific amount of time. And then you'll have this pension. And their, their work they did now, they look back and they're like, ah, yeah, you know, wasn't very rewarding which is painful to, to think that many humans would go through life and not experience something that meaningful in what you do with 60 to 80% of your time at a minimum um, is, is kind of sad thought. So spend the time first and, and make sure you are moving in that direction. Second, take inventory of people that you already know. Knowing where you wanna go, find the top two people you know who you feel like could help you the most be very respectful of their time, but come to them and, and articulate, you know what, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. I've, I've taken the time to figure this out. This is where I want to go. I'm, I'm curious, you know, to find out who you know, who should I talk to, to help me further this pursuit and start, start with those two most influential people. They probably have the best advice. They'll tell you if, you know, you're not ready for that, um, but they'll probably introduce you to more people who can further help and then most important, when you're given that, follow through on it. Nothing pains people more than taking the time to meet with somebody, give them a really good advice and find out they just shoved it to the side and never mm. followed through with it. And then, you know, be sure to circle back, tell them, thank you. You know, let them know I took your advice. This is the steps that I took. This is what it, it did for me. You'll probably find out that they'll offer you even more advice, even if you don't ask for it uh, or other connections. And I think that starts the ball rolling. From there, I think it is very organic. Things will start to kind of find you um, and you'll start to put in perspective, even the people that you run into that might give you this, this stone cold wall uh, are actually helping you. And you'll find ways to internalize that, not be distracted, not be beat down, but keep moving forward. And all of that adds up to success in the end. Then take the time to take the inventory, look back and be sure to follow up with those people who have helped you and let them know that you appreciate it. Even if you didn't appreciate it at the time, um, that's a really powerful thing. Thank you very much for the time, Sandy. I appreciate it. Yeah, Mark, it's been a pleasure. And if Hope people want to find you online, what's the best way to find you? You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm very certain I'm the only Sandy Golgart uh, in the world. 
Uh, that's <laughs> S-A-N-D-E-G-O-L-G-A-R-T. Or you can find me uh, at my company, which is www.zones.com, Z-O-N-E-Z.com, where you can also learn about this incredible new product that we just launched with our new Clean Zones line of solutions, which is an air filtration panel that mounts to the desk. It's the only solution in the world that actually blocks and filters the air uh, between coworkers. So it's a great get back to work strategy. Excellent. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.